Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of Defosi Football Radio. My name is Christian Baldanzi Bacchio. And this is Giuliano Caleri. And it's Tuesday, February the 8th. Thank you so much for joining us. Crazy match day 24. Massive upsets. Uh, who could have predicted this match day, Giuliano? <laughs> Not it a was lot nuts. of people. <laughs> It was nuts. Whoever whoever played a whoever whoever played the pro line pool and won the pro line pool, man, they must have got a ton of money because nobody yeah. saw this coming. Um, so some crazy games to talk to you about. Massive upsets. Uh, can imagine there might be a lot of frustrated uh, fans from some of the top teams. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're a Juve fan, you're very happy. You're back in uh, the the sunshine of top four. Yeah. Like we uh, said, they chipped yeah. away and they're there now. Exactly. And Coppa Italia is underway already. Uh, we have one quarterfinal in the book. Ciao, Roma. Told you. In- <laughs> Inter undefeated in the Tifosi <laughs> Football Radio Derby uh, for the 2021-2022 season so far. Um, so let's get, let's, let's get right into this, guys, and uh, jump right in. So... It all starts with Roma Genoa. The first upset. Uh, well, zero zero draw. You know, Jules, let me tell you, I didn't I'm not surprised this happened. Uh, yeah, me neither. Me neither. I, I'm I'm really not surprised. I thought Roma would win, but I thought it'd be like a grind. It definitely was a grind. Uh controversy though, towards the end, uh, with Nicolo Zaniolo looked like he scored a goal. And yeah. then they looked at it at VAR. And they they called Tammy Abraham. They called the foul on Tammy Abraham in the lead up to the play, which I'll tell you right now, all bias aside, I don't agree with that call. I think it should the goal should have stood, and Roma should have won this game. But Roma should have not left it that late. Um, I agree with you hundred percent. They left it way too late. But you got to give credit to Blessed and the job that he's doing at Genoa. Yep. He did what we said they were going to do. They're not the most talented squad, so they're going to come in and they're going to play a physical game. Exactly. And Roma is not a physical team. They are learning to get there. They have a they have a manager in Jose Mourinho that wants them to play a physical game, but they're not there yet. And they got bossed off the ball, and uh, they left it way too late. Thought they they got away with got away with it. And uh, turns out they didn't, and we're here. We are zero zero draw, Jules. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. With Genoa lacks in technical ability, they made up with tons of energy, and that was the big question. Like we said before this game, how is uh, Mourinho's Roma going to deal with the high press of of uh, Blessings Genoa? And it, it was a bit of a struggle. They did create a ton of chances, but only three shots on target to match Genoa's three yeah. shots on target. Um, yeah. And, you know, Storaro, for all the technical ability he lacks, he ran his socks off. He covered the most distance this uh, weekend yeah. uh, by far. He covered uh, just under 13 uh, kilometers uh, in, in the match. So a lot of run, running on his end. And uh, it's good to see that Blessing has everyone on his side. And he gave Genoa, I mean, he gave Roma a run. Uh, but there's a, there's a big problem up front with Roma right now. Just when we're giving praise for Tammy Abraham. The goals have dried up. Yeah, they have. And question marks have to be, I think, asked of uh, Zaniola, as we saw in the Coppa Italia. This guy, yeah. he's not a striker. He's not a winger. He's, 
You know, he's people not like, anything. <laughs> people like to use the, the the term he's raw, but to me, that's that term gets thrown around so much. Raw. What does raw mean? To me, raw means you're just a an athlete with poor technical ability, and that's what I see when I watch Zaniolo. See, I don't know. This is what I see with Nicolo Zaniolo. I don't see. I don't think he's fast at all. I think he's slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's definitely not a winger. Uh, very, very, very. What's the word? Indi- individualistic. He's ve- or selfish. Yes. There. That's the he's word. a dribbler. He's a dribbler. He, he's a very selfish player, mm-hmm. and I just don't know. I was hoping that it would work. Uh, with Tammy playing side by side with Tammy Abraham, but it just it doesn't look like they can click. Uh, Tammy is as a striker, he's a selfish player. He wants to be the guy that finishes the ball, and rightly so. He is the 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 striker. He's the guy that's supposed to finish the ball, but he gets the ball way too late from Zanello. They just they're just not in sync with each other. Yeah. Uh, if Zanello was more of a played more of a selfless role i think it would work but it's just it's not it looks like it's a disaster um yeah i mean i'm i'm not impressed with zaniolo very disappointing season i understand he's coming off two acl injuries and those are massive but at the same time we've seen how many professional players come in and out with acl injuries and they've changed their game and yeah They've been able to move on. And it doesn't look like Nicolo Zaniolo has found his feet. He's been a designated starter for half, more than half a season now. And he just pro- he's proving that he can't figure it out. And I don't know if it's with if it has to do with the contract extensions hitting a snag, him possibly leaving in the summer. I don't know if those factors play into Nicolo Zaniolo. But at this point, if he's going to be giving you a hard time, and I'm the and I'm the Friedkins, if he's going to give you a hard time over the extension, just let the guy go. I just don't think he fits the system. You're pretty much all in now on the Jose Mourinho rebuild because now you're bringing in all his guys. And I just don't think Nicolo Zaniolo is that guy that can fit the Jose Mourinho system. And you might as well ship him off while you can still make some money and see if you can bring in a Jose Mourinho piece. That's That's my opinion on it, but... I agree. Very frustrating player to watch. Very, <laughs> very frustrating player to watch. Uh, but I do got to give uh, some some quick pauses before we move on. Uh, Brian Cristante put in a hell of a performance in this game. It was great to see him paired up with Sergio Oliveira. I think that pairing is going to really work deep in the middle. Yeah. Um, I think you got to run with Cristante Oliveira uh, in your center mids, and you have to run with Lorenzo Pellegrini, where Mkhitaryan's playing. Uh, I think that might give us some hope. But what did I say before the international break, Jules? We had some momentum going into the international break. (laughs) Every time international break happens and we come out, we stumble. I mean, this is a missed opportunity for us uh, to to keep up with the pace. I mean, we're going to, if we're talking about a top four chase, I mean, this is a game you have to win. Yeah, the top four honestly looks like it's out of reach now at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and Genoa on the other side, I, I mean, they're going to be a tough team to beat mm-hmm. for the rest of the way. Every team that plays Genoa now is going to go into that game, and they are going to have to struggle to beat these guys. The only question I have for Blessing is where are they going to get the scoring from? Because if they're going to survive and get out of the relegation zone, they're going to have to start burying some goals. They but I think... Not. 
if Genoa can find a goal or two, I think this Genoa team can hold on to a hold on to a one goal lead. I really do, just because of the physicality they have. Uh, they are they are just a friggin' stubborn team now, and uh, I think if they started the season this way, they they wouldn't be where they are. No, I agree. I think they'd be bottom lower table, but yeah, they'd be out of relegation for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Roma Genoa. The zero zero draw there. Now moving on to the next game here. Yep. I mean yep. the Derby de la Madonina, Jules. I mean you gotta take us through this. AC Milan beating Inter two to one. Yeah, smash and grab win. Inter pretty much uh dictated the pace for the first sixty minutes plus in this game. And then uh, it went downhill. Simone Inzaghi continuing not being able to pick up points against top teams. I think that's only one win out of uh, seven against top top sides. So he, he struggles to win games against top teams, even in Champions League, which we've seen with Real Madrid and stuff like that. And uh, they got a big tie coming up against Liverpool. So there is going to be more doubts now, I think, in Inter fans' minds uh, to Simone Inzaghi. Although we're just praising him recently for the run he's been on with Inter. There is an aspect of this team that something's missing. They don't know how to close out games still. And and this is case in point. This They did this exact same uh, thing last time they played Milan. They took the lead and allowed Milan back into the game. And uh, Olivier Giroud uh, should be thankful. I guess Milan fans should be thankful that time was injured because Olivier Giroud was a difference maker, making Big a huge difference maker. Yeah, involved in both goals, tackled Alexis Sanchez to win the ball on, on the first one. And... Uh, his 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 world class touch on on the second goal. I mean, bad goal keeping by Handanovic to not keep it out. He prayed it right mm-hmm. into the corner. But uh, I think a lot of question marks have to be asked of Simone Inzaghi and his substitutions and the way he reads games and the way Inter manages the game. Um, it, it's not good against the top teams, and it's something that has to be fixed. But overall, I'd say Inter played good. Pedisic has really stepped up his game. They just yeah have to learn how to close out those games. And and Milan, I'm still. Obviously not missing Donnarumma at all. <laughs> no, Mike <laughs> so, Magnan, fantastic game. Yeah, he's been fantastic. He was a big factor as to why Milan was able to stay in this game. And and uh, I guess the 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 trident of French players here, Theo Hernandez too, had a big role. You know, stopping Dumfries by getting that red, and then he he gets Bastoni suspended for the big game against Napoli, and Lataro gets, uh, I believe, a uh, slap on the hand as well. So all three French players influential for Milan and Milan just doing what it takes to stay in the in the Scudetto race and uh, a big win for them yeah um, it's, it's it's a massive win definitely a, a momentum changer for them I mean they 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 did get outplayed in this game but they somehow stuck around and they they they, they played that match they provide they because they stuck around they got back into this game and uh Basically, took it, walked out of the Giuseppe Meazza with three points and yeah, against a yeah. massive rival and keeping the Scudetto race alive, just like you said. So you got to give all the credit to to AC Milan for for hanging in there. Inter, I mean, yeah, I mean they tough game for them, mm-hmm. but I think it's just a blip in the radar. Uh, they did bounce back today, and uh, hopefully they can <laughs> carry that momentum. Uh, we will, I'm sure, we'll talk about that uh, very soon. So, Inter's tough loss for them, but uh, 
It doesn't yeah, get any they, easier too because they got a they got a exactly, tough schedule. Exactly. But, Napoli, uh, Napoli's smelling blood. Yeah, um, and then they got Sassuolo right after, I believe. So yeah, and then I think Genoa after that. So it's it's a tough tough month. But a that, tough month. But that that's what Milan with the with the goalkeeper once again. You know that's what goalkeeping does. It keeps in games. And yeah, it I does. Can't, I can't credit him enough. Uh, that that yeah. was the difference. If if Handanovic showed up this game, Inter would have won. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't, and, and Mike Manian did, and they, they won because of it. Uh, but I agree. I think it's just a blip in the radar. I think Inter are definitely a few notches above Milan in terms of technicality and, and the way they can play a game. It's just that whole management side by Simone Inzaghi has to get that figured out. You shouldn't be bringing on uh, Vidal and Vicino and, and taking yeah. off Brozovic and Bastoni, your, your best players. Uh, you know, after the second goal scored, it shows no intent to come back. And then after after you, you know, right before you concede, you're you're bringing on Di Marco for Perisic and uh, Alexis Sanchez for Martin Lautaro Martinez. I don't I don't understand those subs, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. On to the next game. Uh, Jekyll showed up for this game. Uh, Lazio smashing a <laughs> toothless. Fiorentina, who are still on 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 the reeling about <laughs> losing Dusan Vlahovic, and man, did they did they pay in this game, Jules? I mean, yes, Lazio just bossed bossed them. They did, and and Lazio were the underdogs for this game. So yeah, yeah, they spanked the Marta Cabral. He won good chance in the game, but that was it. That was it. Yeah, you know, we I don't think anybody really thought Fiorentina were gonna. Yes, you are losing your your key goal score up top, but it doesn't mean your whole game plan's gone, right? Because there's a whole yeah. part of the game where there's the build up play, the defensive side of the game that leads yeah. up to the up to that those goal scoring opportunities. But it seems like it all just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, they, I, I don't think there was one decent player aside yeah. from the goalkeeper in this Fiorentina team. I mean, Biragi, as much exactly. credit we've given him, scores an own goal. Yeah. Uh, the midfield was absolutely horrendous. Torreya, Bonaventura, Duncan, just disaster. But at the same time, you got to give credit to Lazio. They 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 played a phenomenal game. Chiro and Zakani were they they paired up really well. Strakosha putting in a good performance as well. Alberto playing well. Marisic playing well. Milinkovic Savic chipping in with a goal. So this Lazio team they showed up for this game, and. Uh, Lazio, they're they're hang they're just hanging around. Yeah, maybe they will make that run. <laughs> Who knows? Hang, yeah. I I really don't know how to read these guys. I mean, you yeah. know, when when we praise Lazio that they fall apart the next week, and yeah. then when we're like, oh, you know what, Lazio isn't for real. They're they're in shambles. They so they come out and they pull off a performance like this. So no, I know it's, it's unbelievable. The one yeah. the one thing I I would say to look forward to as a Franny Zuri fan is maybe. That Matias Akanyi, Chiro Immobile. If uh, yeah. maybe if Mancini can somehow link these two up in the four three three system, uh, they're playing really well together. Lazio. I think it would be a mistake not to include him with the injuries we have. So well, yeah. Well, with the injuries we have, I mean, I'd be shocked if Zakani if he keeps this up. I'd be shocked if Zakani doesn't make that playoff squad. Yeah, he's been uh, fantastic to, to be a depth position there. But uh, yeah, Lazio hanging around. I think. Fiorentina really need to bounce back this week, Jules, or else they're 
They're just going to fall yeah. right, plummet right down the table. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, that is not a way. That is not a way to come into a game after you've lost your main striker. You 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 gotta. You lost your star player, yes, but you got to prove a point. You got to prove to your fans that you still got it. That it's not the end of the world. That it's going to be okay. And then you put in a performance like this at home too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Doesn't send the right messages to the fans. Uh, Fiorentina fans. I, I think Fiorentina fans are going to start putting on the start hitting the panic button very soon. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Speaking of panic buttons. Speaking you're an Atalanta fan. You're hitting the panic button now, Jules. Speaking of yeah, downward spirals, Atalanta, yeah, they're a mess. They are a mess. <laughs> Playing a, a and I mean, I thought Cagliari was going to tie this game. I didn't think they had yeah. had the capability of 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 winning this game, but hey. No, I know, especially without you know their star guy up top, João Pedro was out. Yeah, they you know. they came in and took advantage. Yeah, they did. Uh, Gaston Pereo, he scored two goals. I mean, the whole game plan for Cali was counterattack. They just absorbed yeah. everything Atalanta threw at them, and and they've really shown without Zapata, there's no answer up top. Luis Muriel is not the guy. Uh, yeah. He literally is just a super sub. Um, he really is, and uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but now that Zapata's out for a while, yeah, Atalanta's thinking of bringing in free agent Graziano Pelle for a few months. Yes, I and they they probably should. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, uh, hey, you never know. Might like it's it might work out. Yeah, they need they need something. They miss they miss that big guy in the box. They're too small, too technical of a team. Uh, and and they can't throw uh, their bodies around in the box. I find it really it's down to their center backs to do that. But obviously you can't always do that on a counter attack. So yeah, they're too they're too lightweight for me at Atalanta right now at the moment. Oh, and yeah. the, and the new signings too, Mihaela and and Boga, for as good as they are talent wise, they're just more of the same that they already have on this team. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. But let's talk about one of the more informed teams since the new year has been rung in, Cagliari. Yes. They've bought into this Walter Mazzari system, it seems. And they've won three of their last six games. And they are now out of the relegation zone. Would you believe it? <laughs> I, I I don't believe it. I thought Mazzari was going to be a bit of a struggle, but I don't know if he's taken a page out of... Uh, I know he's been around longer than Blessing has in, in this season, but he's playing very much that style. I know he sits back a little bit more, but the whole Mazzotti gamer now is aggressive, hard tackles, lots of fouls. Don't give them a second on the ball. Uh, once they take that touch, you go in for the tackle. You win it good. You get the counterattack. If not, the play's dead. That's how they play. It's very, it is so basic. Uh, yeah. But it's effective against these teams that like to keep possession and, and like to play a technical game. And they, I don't think they're going to come back into relegation zone, to be honest. I think they're mm -hmm. out of it for good this season. I think so too. I think so too. Um, on to the next game. I mean, really, not much to say, Jules. Here, Bologna, Empoli, zero yeah. zero drop. Pretty much what we predicted. Yeah, Mihailovic, another disappointing <laughs> performance by his team. Orsellini had a chance to tie Roberto Baggio for five consecutive goals in the Bologna shirt. Um, just a mess of a team. This team has no identity, bunch of potential, but they don't look good. 
No, they, they don't. don't look good. They don't look good at all. They but don't. yeah, besides that, not much else to say about this game. No, not much to say. They they both get their point. It was a it was basically a mid table draw. They both teams are not going to be moving up. I don't think both teams are definitely not going to be moving down. Yeah. So I'm sure they're both very content with the draw. I'm sure there were not a lot of people that really cared for that match. Uh, but let's move on to the next match. Venezia losing two nothing to Napoli here, Jules. So Napoli getting the job done. Victor Oziman scoring. Yeah, he's back on the score sheet. I back mean, on the score sheet. And that Bacala Patania <laughs> scoring <laughs> in the 99th minute. The ni- yeah, 99th minute. Uh, yeah. yeah, good consolation goal for him. More or less what I think everyone expected for, for yeah. Napoli. I mean, Fabian Ruiz, when he's in this team, we see how how much they're able to take into another gear. He does everything, like we said, from getting on the ball, making the passes, to re- recovering the ball in the midfield. Stanislav Lobotka slotted in very well for Anguissa. He created the most uh, forward passes in the league this this weekend. So they got some good combinations there, uh, Luciano Spalletti created, and they're going to be a very hard match for Inter uh, next weekend. Going to be tough for Inter. I mean, uh, Napoli just keeping their top four hopes alive and getting the job done when they needed to you know but the one thing i will say is they didn't look convincing in this win julian they they left it late again i mean uh they struggled the opportunities were there but they just they still struggled and uh this should have been like a three four nothing game and it wasn't yeah um that that's gotta give you doubts if you're a Napoli fan. It's, can this team do it? I mean, I know Venezia came in and chose to set back, and what else are they gonna do, right? They're in a massive rut. They're at the bottom three, and they didn't have a hope in hell in winning this game. But Napoli just didn't. Napoli had an opportunity to convince their fans it's gonna be okay, and I don't think this win really convinces them of that. I still think there's a lot of doubts around this Napoli team. I don't believe in them. I don't think they're for real. And when they run into Inter next week, or this weekend coming up, it's going to be uh, a real kick in the ass for them. <laughs> I know. that that's the, that's the wild thing. A lot of people have forgotten about them, even though they sit second in the league. It's then, yeah, I agree. A lot of people probably don't think they are title contenders, but they're no. somehow, they're still there. They're their fourth win in a row. Uh, and the way the leagues go, though, it's usually the teams that win the Scudetto are either the best defensive team or the best offensive team. It's one or the other. And right yeah. now you have Inter who have the best offense in Napoli with the best defense. So it's going to be very enticing, that game. Uh, but, it's it's yeah, it's very interesting how they're only one point behind. But, yeah, I think a lot of people are still underestimating their chances of winning the Scudetto. Absolutely. And on the other side, Jules Venezia falling apart now in the bottom three. That's it. The downward spiral is happening, especially with all these teams, Salernitana included, uh, all gaining points. It's you got to doubt Venezia's thing in the league. I think now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now on to the next game. This what game a, was quite a doozy. Sampdoria. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this is one of those. Uh, this is one of those other games. It's like what the you know. Yeah, what the hell happened? What the hell happened? <laughs> so Swole was supposed to walk all over this team, but it was the complete opposite. I mean, 
maybe it, it was definitely fortunate. I don't think Caputo definitely, he didn't mean to hit it in top corner of the first goal, the volley. I think it was just a ball back post. He was hoping mm-hmm. for someone to get a header on it. Um, and then after that, it just went downhill. Stefano Senzi, of course, interplayer could have probably used him in the Milan derby. Gets the goal off, debut, yeah. uh, off a Concili, uh mishandle. And then that was it. They ran into a, a red-hot Vladimiro Falcone. They had the most shots this weekend. So well, they just cannot get it past this uh, exciting goalie right now. I mean, if someone's got to pick him up, he's this guy's the real deal. He's unbelievable. Made a huge save off a free kick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Sassuolo, I, I guess this is kind of what they do. Alessio Dionisi, he has to be questioned. His teams have no steel about them. Uh, every no. time it seems like Sassuolo runs into problems, they lose games. Um, and this was kind of <laughs> the games of, of, I think, have has-beens is maybe a bit too harsh, but guys that are trying to resurrect their careers versus the up-and-coming young guys. And the guys that are trying to resurrect their careers just smash them. And, and yeah. I definitely was not expecting that. No, uh, I don't think anybody did. Uh, yeah. Huge win for Sampdoria. At the sacrifice of losing a, a key player for them, Manolo Gabbiadini going down. Again, again He's done for injury. the season, possibly done for his career. He He's <laughs> picked up so many injuries, it's unbelievable. But, yeah, knee injury. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably finished. Yeah, he's finished. But uh, Sampdoria were very quick to bring in Sebastian Jovinko till the end of the season. Yeah, so he is back. Canadian legend, fresh that out of uh, <laughs> Toronto FC preseason camp, training as a guest yeah. in yeah. quotation marks. Definitely but doesn't it, get the respect that he does here. <laughs> he doesn't get the respect in Italy like he does here. That's for sure. No, I mean he's he knows what the job is. He's coming in. He's gonna play till June, right? Yeah, and then maybe come back to Toronto. So I don't hey, think there a, was a, there wasn't one fan waiting for him to get out of the car to go into the Sampdoria. Uh, medical center, so yeah, just kind of kind of goes to show you the <laughs> Canadians how we rent how we uh, rate Joveco compared to the Italian. Well, it's, it's he's got a point to prove. He's definitely he does. got a he fire under his butt, and uh, I think I wish him all the best. I think I Me think uh, it'd be really cool for him to 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 do well in the Sampdoria shirt. Me too. I agree. So he will He's get the time. He will get the time for sure. He will. And, Is this uh, a blip? Is this a blip victory? You think total fluke by Gianpaolo? Oh, hands down. This is not a Giampaolo game. I mean, uh, yeah. this is more like a Sampdoria lost it. Or not, or sorry, a Sassuolo lost yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just look toothless. Absolutely toothless. And yeah, like running into Valdemiro Falcone too, who's been phenomenal. Yeah. Under, uh, in the Sampdoria, in between the sticks for Sampdoria. On to the next game. And here's another surprise for you. <laughs> Udine. <laughs> You tell me about this. This, yeah, this result boggles my mind. I, I don't know what to really make of this game, Jules. I mean, uh, this was definitely a fluke, in my opinion. I mean, Udinese getting their goals in the ninety-second and ninety-sixth minute. Uh, I think it was just a matter of Torino. Just they couldn't break down. They couldn't break down Udinese. They failed to break them down. Uh, I think this game. They they did at least deserve. To tie this game and then somehow Udinese puts in two goals in the back of the net. Yeah. Uh, within the snap of what felt like the snap of a finger. Um, but how how does Torino go from who who do they play last weekend again? They completely so swallow. How do they go from not last weekend but when Serie yeah. was uh, took a pause? How do they go from dominating Sassuolo, having two weeks off, 
most of the players stayed home to to this crap. Not even a, I think, one shot on that. It's, uh, it boggles my mind. To a, to a Udinese team that signed Pablo Mari, I mean, is Pablo Mari the reason why <laughs> they started playing good? I, no. it, makes, it makes no sense how this Torino team just dipped. For me, Rolando Mandragora, I think, plays a big part in it. I don't rate him at all. I think he's uh, he slows him down big time, this, oh, yeah. uh, he, this he Torino team. He definitely does. I mean, they this was just a huge opportunity lost. I think the, Torino saw an opportunity to to climb up the table and possibly get closer to a European spot, and they choked. Yeah. Um, they were scared to make a mistake. Uh, they didn't come out of the gate hungry. And they just, they settled into their typical, you're not going to break us down kind of game. And to me, it's, to me, it's a, to me, it feels like a fluke win because just the way it was won at the end. It was yeah. just, yeah. they literally took their, they, it was either they were exhausted or they literally just stopped for a, for a minute. And, First goal goes in, and then from from Molina, and then they're panicking because now they got to try and get a goal back, and then they concede a penalty, and that's mm, it. That's it's it. over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that's all she wrote. So I mean, Udinese very fortunate to 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 win this game, and Torino very uh, unfortunate. But at the same time, you can't turn a switch off like that. You really can't. I mean, no. That's the difference from teams that are successful and teams that are. Not, uh, you can't turn off your switch. The switch like no. that. But let's get, uh, let's let's get to on. the other big game. Yeah, let's move on from one turn team to another. Juve, probably, two nothing. Yeah, probably the most convincing team. Uh, well, maybe not the most convincing, but yeah, uh, uh, their signings definitely showed up. <laughs> Vlahovic and Zachariah just yeah. coming in. Both yeah. of them score. They do. And uh, it's gonna be a very different Juve. I mean, we 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 knew that now that Juve's got a goal scorer, they're gonna be dangerous. And they saw the writing was on the wall. Atalanta dropping points, everybody around them dropping points. It was their opportunity to come into the top four. Do you think they weren't gonna take advantage? Of course they were. They're Juve. Um, I mean, you could probably. M- consider them in the Scudetto race now too they're not that far off that's the that's the scary part that is a scary part because they're not gonna lose I would say too many games for the rest of the season the way they're playing so no they're definitely not gonna lose um there'll be games where they'll struggle and they'll they'll end up drawing but uh they're definitely not they're gonna be they're gonna be a really tough team to beat they Um, will be they will be that's the scary part yeah I just I just want to say Dusan Vlahovic uh what a difference he makes as a striker compared to Alvaro Morata, who did have oh, a yeah. good who did have a good game, but it was in a different role. He was being more of a supportive striker, making runs and, and passes. Uh Dusan Vlahovic, on the other hand, he reminded me so much of Rude Van Nistelrooy, uh, watching him. The way he played off the last man, um, ran in between the, the the two center backs or the or the channels between the three center backs. The, the technicality, the, the his physique, everything, his touch, the way he shoots a ball, it just gave me flashbacks of Rudy Van Nistelrooy. And if he has anything like a career he did, he's going to 
he's gonna have a terrific career but he uh looks the real deal probably should have got a penalty in this game as well um but yeah he looks he looked fantastic i know it's been one game but we'll see i think the future's bright for him in the in the bianconeri jersey oh yeah then they're dangerous so mm-hmm. you gotta watch out i mean how's Verona on the other side yeah, looked came in spurts, but was toothless ultimately. They, cre- yeah. it looked like they created stuff, but it was never ever gonna go on the net. No, the chances definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. And congratulations to them. I mean, they're gonna yeah. be a real. They're gonna be a juggernaut now in City. Yeah. Yeah, they're back. Uh, they're Nikola back. Ka- Nikola Kalinic actually on the House Verona side. He uh mutually terminated his contract Alice Verona so now he's out of the team even though he made an appearance in this match but he's gone yeah apparently uh he was going to terminate his con the, the rumbling is he's he was going to terminate his contract uh on the weekend before the game but Hellas Verona convinced him to at least uh finish the weekend because of their their lack of squad members so their lack of depth yeah. So yeah. he agreed to to stay on for Sunday's game, but he's going back to Hajduk Spit Split in the Croatian league. That's where he started his career, and looks like that's where he's going to finish his career. Yeah, yeah. So wish him all the best, and uh, as a Roma fan, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> last <laughs> last but not least for us. <laughs> <laughs> not for us. But anyways, on to the last game. Another surprise here: Salernitana picking up a draw against Spezia here, two-two. With your all-star center back there, Federico Fazio on the defense <laughs> looked a bit <laughs> looked a bit off the pace, but you know what? He he made a difference. Him and Radu Dragusin in the center back positions. Uh, yeah, this is uh, another team that's going to be difficult to beat. I didn't think they were going to be able to to put together this team, put anything really together in such little time. But I mean, you got to give credit to Verdi. Verdi had a massive game. Yeah, if it wasn't for those two outstanding free kicks that he scored yeah. in this game, I, I still think Salernitana is going to struggle to score goals. Oh, hands down, hands. So down. I don't, I don't see them coming out, but I think they'll be harder to get goals against at least. But I don't, I still, between Frank Ribery, Simone Verdi is not going to be hitting free kicks like that every week, and Liz Muset doesn't no. convince me whatsoever. So I don't see, no. I still don't see goals in this team. No, and I'm sure you'll probably see they got to get Diego Perotti back to fitness because. He hasn't played in a while. Yeah. Uh, he came on. And uh, crazy to see our boy Luigi back in uh, City, huh? Yeah. yeah, two penalties. He didn't play well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not he much. He didn't play well. Not much yeah. he could do. I mean, the penalties, they are what they are. And Raymond and Daniele Verde, the Napolitana, Napolitana born and bred player, yeah, scored the second penalty. But yeah. Strange game, strange game. But I guess strange, strange two two game. deserved draw. Yeah, two two deserved draw. I mean, it's not the end of the world for Spezia. They're still picking up points. They're still continuing to, to roll. I mean, they're not losing, so they they they're not going to be too disappointed that they that they drew Salernitana. Yes. So that sums up match day twenty four for you in the Serie A, and. Uh, we got now we got a little bit of Coppa Italia <laughs> to talk about. So first game already happened, the uh Woo! Tifosi Football Radio Derby in the quarterfinals. Jose no Mourinho's contest. homecoming. Uh yeah, there was there was definitely no contest here, Jules. Uh to be honest with you, I didn't even, I didn't expect Roma to win this game. 
I, I knew Inter was going to win. I mean, Inter coming off a 2-1 loss. Needed to bounce back, needed to show something. And uh, who better to score in, in the second minute than Edin Zeko? And what a goal it was. What a volley. <laughs> well, both goals. I mean, Edin Zeko, oh, yeah. the Alexis Sanchez goal. My God. Yeah, Pedisic again getting involved with that beautiful cross from the left. Yeah. He did it with Dumfries in the Milan game, but it got disallowed. Yeah. Uh, I got, that's why Pedisic has been unbelievable the second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're letting him go, which is crazy. And, that, and yeah. now he's playing probably the best he's ever played in an Inter shirt. But, yeah, Inter, you know, they did lose Alessandro Bastoni. That's a big miss. He might mm -hmm. be missing the international break come March, depending on how severe the ankle injury is. Uh, so that's another big Italian player out of the team. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Inter, they made Roma look like, <laughs> made them look like a mid-table team. Uh, anything you got to say about Roma, Christian? Well, it looks like we lost Tammy Abraham for the weekend. Yeah. Uh, running him too long. Uh, now I you mean, guys I are never going to score a goal. I know. Who's <laughs> going to score? I mean, Nicole Zanaiola, more of the same shit from him. Yeah, he was and terrible. And I mean shit. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was terrible in this game. Uh, the the Zeko goal really totally deflated us. Inter dominated us in the first half. We had nothing. And, uh, you know, I saw some 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 flashes of starting to build some momentum. Had some opportunities. And uh, I just think that Jose Mourinho... I mean, he can read a player really well, but I think he made his changes a little too late. You knew you had to come out. You had to chase the game. Uh, bring on Pellegrini right after the half. Yeah. You have to. Instead, he waited till the 70th minute until they were down 2 nothing to, to make the change. Um, El Sharawi coming on for Vina. I guess he was going for it. And then Afina Gian was just to replace an injured Tammy Abraham. So, really, like... There was nothing special about Roma in this game at all. They were expected to lose. They lost this game. They come out of the gate of the international break in horrible form. And what are you going to do? Back I mean, to all back we games, no goals. And you lost your goal scorer now, like you said. Yeah, we lost our goal scorer. And, and, uh, and Zaniolo suspended too and for the Zaniolo next game. suspended. Like, we're like, my God, guys. Like, what the hell? What the hell are we going to do? All, literally, all we have now is the Europa Conference League. So, Maybe Eldor can finally get a start and get some goals. I know. He's been uh, non-existent in the yeah. last few games. So, yeah, maybe uh, Mourinho's hand's going to be forced. He's going to have to use Eldor Shomorodov. And maybe I hope uh, I hope it I hope it works out for him. But uh, congratulations to Inter. The well-deserved win. Thank you. Thank you. They are uh, well on their way to doing the quadruple. <laughs> um, the quadruple hopes are still alive. There's still three games left. Uh, tomorrow, AC Milan hosting Lazio. Yes. Um, expect an exciting game there. So we could have a Derby della Madonnina in the semifinals if AC Milan do, in fact, beat Lazio. And then uh, on Thursday, there's a doubleheader. Atalanta hosting Fiorentina and Juve hosting Sassuolo. So good luck to... Those six remaining clubs mm -hmm. uh, that have to uh, go through the quarterfinal phase. And, of course, again, congratulations to Inter going into the semifinals. No surprise there. <laughs> now, Jules, <laughs> let's talk about match day 25. This is it's coming be, up. It, it takes is. place on Saturday. or it's It starts on Saturday. 
There's some really big games. It's going to be in, pivotal. Oh, season-defining season-defining week for for some of these teams. Um, but it all starts on Saturday, and it starts with Lazio hosting Bologna. How do we see this game, Jules? Lazio smash Bologna. Bologna, for me right now, a hopeless team. And going to the Stadio Olimpico, they don't have a chance. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, interesting stat. In the year 2020, 2021, Lazio lost all their games to Bologna. <laughs> so, Wow. Yeah. So uh, Lazio have lost their last two meetings to Bologna, and they've been outscored 5 nothing in those two games. Wow, wow. So, uh, but I do not expect that here. Yeah, they're due for uh, a loss then, Bologna. <laughs> they're due for a loss. I think Lazio's going to rotate their squad. Maurizio Sarri's already come out and said he hates the way that he hates Coppa Italia. Uh, he thinks it's an unsporting tournament. He thinks it's fixed for certain teams to get far and other teams to fail because you don't see the draw live on TV like you do with the FA Cups, things like that. Who said this? Maurizio Sarri. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not a fan at all. He, and he's voiced his concerns about it when he was a coach at Empoli, when he was a coach at Juve. So he really hates this tournament. Um, so I think <laughs> you're going to see a rotated Lazio. Uh, Lazio is going to shit the bet against Milan in the Coppa Italia tomorrow, and they're going to be focused on Bologna on Saturday, and that's when they smash Bologna because there's a big game with the team ahead of them. Uh, the two teams ahead of them are playing each other, so you've got to imagine that Lazio wants to win that game to put pressure on the team that loses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Lazio are going to win that game. So we both say Lazio are going to win. On to the next game, big game for Inter Jules. And a big yes. game for Napoli. It's the Napoli could realistically, if they win this game, take the lead. Yeah. In Serie A. They could. Even so, with, uh, yeah. And it takes place at the Stia- Stadio Diego Armando Maradona in Naples. Take me through this game, Jules. What do you see happening here? It's going to be a tough game. Like we said, Alessandro Bastoni's gone. Inter, uh, Napoli have a full, healthy squad. Uh, Joaquin Correa is out, but we do have uh, Caicedo available. So Napoli looked the better team going in this, more healthy, maybe playing more consistently. Um, but there's too much on the line, I think, for this game, for either team to show their their cards too much. I think they're going to keep their cards close to their chest, keep the defenses tight. Uh, I don't think Simone Inzaghi makes the mistake twice uh, from Milan to Napoli. Uh, and and I don't think he's going to lose back-to-back games. If he does, big questions are going to start being asked. So I I do see a, a draw coming out of this because of both teams maybe being too scared to to lose. Um, well said. Yeah, and I think I think that's yeah that's it. What do you think? I think Inter's going to win this game. Uh, I just think Napoli don't look Napoli don't look convincing at all. Struggling against Venezia. Um, Oziman obviously is a is huge. He's coming back. Koulibaly coming off uh, uh, an AFCON championship with uh, Senegal. So he'll be back too. But at the same time, it's Inter. Look what Inter did to Roma today. I think, honestly, I think Napoli is just a slightly better version of Roma at this point. <laughs> and uh, Inter will dispatch them, yeah. no problem. I think Napoli, yes, as scared as they are, they... They are at home. Yeah, they're one point out of the uh, being a temporary leader of Serie A, so you got to think that they're going to go for it a little bit. 
So I think Napoli is going to show their cards. Napoli is going to push it to Inter, and Inter is going to capitalize on a few counterattacks and uh, s- score a couple goals. And I, uh, I, I think Inter is so. going to win this game. I hope I so. Don't. I hope Napoli. so. The, the only thing I'll say though, this time slot for Inter is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, they they drew Atalanta in this time slot. They lost to Milan in this time slot, and now they're playing Napoli in this time slot. So. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. But I hope I hope you're correct, though. I hope you're correct. So Jules is trying to take the draw. I'm trying to take the Inter win. And I up hope next. the I hope the Roma version of Napoli shows up. <laughs> oh yeah, they'll show up. Don't kid yourself. They'll show up. Final game on Saturday: Torino hosting Venezia. So you have a Torino team here that's coming off a terrible, terrible game where they yep. got unlucky against the Venezia team that is just a disaster. And the disaster's got to continue. I think uh, Torino, yeah, yeah they, they've been better at home than away. Torino, for sure. So I think I think being at home is going to help them. And, uh, I, you know, the last two games have been draws that they have played. Uh, the last one being 2000. Sorry, the second last one being 2002. Uh, earlier in the season, they tied 1-1. Torino getting a red card. But I think uh, Torino should win this game at home. Yeah, Torino should win this game hands down. I mean, they're they they're really pissed off about losing to Udinese in the fashion that they did. So they're gonna make an example out of Venezia. They're at home. Yeah, they're drawing this game. Yeah, drawing Sassuolo, losing Udinese. They yeah, they're due for a win now. Oh, hands down. So both of us telling you to take Torino to win the game. Next Sunday. Sunday morning, AC Milan host Sampdoria. <laughs> this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a tricky game. Yeah, what's going to happen? I don't know now. This is going to be a tricky game. Uh, Milan got to play Thursday. No, Milan plays tomorrow, sorry. And then they got to play Sunday. Yeah, so they got it. they've got. they had a lot of games, a lot of big games. Uh, and now they're playing a Sampdoria that's feeling good. Yeah. On top of it with some new new blood in it. Uh, Jovinko there. A lot, of, a lot of players trying to get into the World Cup team as well. So they're very hungry now, Sampdoria. Yeah, and you got to think that Marco Giampaolo wants to prove a point oh, yes. to his former employers too right oh yes what do you think but, here result wise oh i think ac milan keeps the pressure i think the Sampdoria game was a blip in the radar but at the same time as our buddy nick says Sampdoria always shows up to these games they, they always really show up to these games so they really do not count them out it's still not enough to convince me ac milan to win for me what do you see here I'll, I'll pick AC to win, but don't be surprised if there's a draw. Yeah, exactly. Up next, this will be interesting. Empoli hosting Cagliari. Yeah, this will be. Uh, I'll pick Cagliari, though, just based off form, because Empoli. Yeah, Empoli. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're in run form. I mean, your prediction about them falling apart has been bang on. Mm. Uh, they're going to be lucky to survive if they keep this up. Yeah. Um, Cagliari just they're, they're just on fire right now you got to think they're flying high after that Atalanta win and they'll be wanting to to keep that stranglehold that basically keep inching closer to safety for City A it's a great opportunity for them right time to play Empoli Cagliari for the win yeah I agree next up this is going to be a very interesting game too it's a it's a relegation six-pointer here Genoa Salernitana you got a team that 
can't score, but plays a very, very, very physical game against basically a brand new team <laughs> that's scored two wonder goals and are starving to get a result. So, Giuliano, how do you see this game? I see Genoa being the better team here. They only have one win all season, so I think they're due for a second, and I think they will get it here. Um, so for me, Genoa, I will say, are going to win here, and this is going to cement Salernitana's demise into Serie B. Yeah, I mean, uh, if it wasn't for those Verdi goals, Spezia wins the game. Still haven't done enough to convince me that they can turn it around. Because Salernitana, like I said, so many players in such a short period of time, it's a, it's a disaster. So for me, I'm going to say Genoa picks up their first win too in a long, long time. <laughs> so for me and Jules, we're telling you to take Genoa in this game. Up next, Verona Udinese. So you got Udinese flying high after getting a lucky 2 nothing win. And Verona, it's a, it was against Juve, but Verona... Losing 2 nothing, trying mm -hmm. to bounce back at home here. What I'd, do we see happening? I think Verona, Simone, uh, Giovanni Simeone needs to get his act together, start scoring goals. But I think House Verona will be able to pull it together and beat Udine. I think they rebound here and get a win. Yeah, I mean, they should, right? I mean, uh, they should. So I'm going to go with you and say Verona for the win here. Next up on Sunday, in the afternoon, we got Sassuolo and La Roma. <laughs> a, a team that needs a win here, Sassuolo, yeah. to to make up for that that loss. They haven't won in their last three matches, so well, both teams need to win here. Yeah, both teams need to win here. The question is where the goal is going to come from for Roma and for Sassuolo. Can those that trident of Scamacca, Raspadori, and Berardi wake up and? Bounce back. I think they will. I think you guys are in trouble this game. I think so, too. I, I, I agree with you. I don't know if Sassuolo's got enough to win this game, but I don't think Roma's going to win this game. I'm going to call a draw in this game. I'm going to pick uh, just, yeah, because of these. I don't. We don't know 100% if Tammy Abraham's going to be out, but let's say yeah. he is out. I think, yeah, you guys are going to struggle for goals. Um, the only positive is that Sassuolo's horrendous defensively. They're a total shambles, so... There's always a chance to get a goal. But so Swole, on the other hand, they get chances galore. And uh, we've seen the Roma defense can be shaky as well. So oh, yeah. I think Sassuolo, in regards to the offensive game, are going to edge it in this one here. All right. So now it's time to take Sassuolo. I'm trying to take the draw. Now, big game. Atalanta hosting Juve. Fifth host, fourth place. Atalanta, two points behind Juve. That Juve, see, Juve can. She's <laughs> online here. Yeah, Juve can say, "See you later." Say bye to fourth place right here with a win. Oh yeah. And I think I've, they do. Yeah, I mean, Atalanta looks like a disaster right now. Yeah. Just an absolute disaster. And they're terrible <laughs> at home as well. They're not even good at home. Yeah, and it's it's the same crap with Atalanta. It's the same Gasparini crap, and I think Allegri's just gonna pick them apart. I, I think so, too. Especially with the weapons he has, with Vlahovic and Zechariah now. It's just the writing's on the wall. Juve are going to win this game. 
I agree. I think Atalanta has very little chance. Uh, I think you're going to see kind of the way they played at Inter uh, around a month ago. They're going to go for that exact same style of play yeah. and just try and just kill the game with uh, just clogging up the midfield. I think that's all you're going to see, and they're going to try and get their little breaks, but I don't, I don't see Atalanta doing anything in this game. So we're both trying to take Juve in this game. Finally... On Valentine's Day, Spezia are hosting Fiorentina. So Fiorentina team is a disaster right now. I guess a Spezia team that's been pretty consistent in yeah, picking up points. In form, yeah. Undefeated in four games now. What do we see happening here, Jules? I think we... I still got to get Fiorentina on the edge. I think uh, it's going to be a very tight game, but I think Fiorentina can at least squeak out a 1-0 win here. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be it's going to be very, very tight. Because Spezia, they, Tiago Motta's got these guys running for him. They, they're they on his side. And uh, they look half decent. They're not a bad team. They struggle to create chances, but defensively they're pretty solid. Yeah. So I'll just give Fiorentina the edge. Though I think Arturo Cabral gets his goal here. Okay. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I think Fiorentina is going to draw this game with Spezia. I just don't think they have enough to, to squeak out that win. And I don't think Spezia on the other side has enough to, to edge out Fiorentina because I think Fiorentina is going to be more defensively sound mm-hmm. uh, in this game compared to that smashing against Lazio. So for me, it's going to be a draw. And the thing to take away from this too is last time they played Fiorentina, Spezia in Firenze, Fiorentina did win three 0 and Vlahovic scored all three goals. So <laughs> there you go. We'll see what happens with Vlahovic here. Yeah, and that that basically sums up match day twenty five for you. So there's some crazy games, Jules. Yes. And the table could be pretty much solidified. Yeah, it could change. It could solidify a lot of people. It could. Uh, this is a defining weekend for sure. Definitely. It's make or break for a lot of teams. Salernitana, Atalanta, Fiorentina. You could, you know, maybe kiss goodbye to their European hopes. Juve can advance their push for the Scudetto. Inter could get, you know, more challenges for the Scudetto race. This is, uh, it's going to be a very tense weekend for a lot of teams. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So we'll see what happens. Uh, It's going to be interesting. It's a great weekend. We hope all of you enjoy the games. And that basically sums up today's podcast. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the support as always. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Radio Tifosi. Like us on Facebook. Like uh, Follow us on Instagram, Tifosi underscore football underscore radio. Um, and also, you know, if you have any questions, if, you, if there's any topics you want us to talk about or break down, if you have any comments for us, Please don't hesitate to send us an email, tifosifootballradio at gmail.com. We'd be happy to discuss any topics that you like. Um, and we always appreciate the support. So thank you so much for everyone for listening. We hope today's podcast was a pleasurable one for you. And uh, until next time, ciao ragazzi. Ciao ragazzi.